Boy Miguel Montes Gonzalez coming back to you on Firme Cuentos y Arte Podcast. Spokane, Washington. And El East Where we're still under the pandemic. <laughs> Which may go on forever, so it seems. Oh my gosh, it's been forever, man. I tell you. You know, throughout all this, there are lots of galleries and art collectives and communities that are having a really difficult time. You know, a lot of them, obviously, they can't open, they can't bring money in to support the artists, to support themselves, to continue to to have the doors that they could potentially open. And there is a space here in, in Spokane that just recently announced that they are closing their doors and um, not just because of the pandemic but in general they're having to close their doors and it's caused by not being able to to have in-person exhibitions and shows and so forth and other events and that that gallery space it's called La Resistance and it was started by a female artist here in Spokane that her intention was to create a space that was unbiased. Create a space that would allow anybody that wanted to show an opportunity so that they could try, so they could put forth an effort, so they could have that right. A lot of the galleries, a lot of the spaces here, they, the way it works is they kind of vote you in to their collective. So you have to, you have to meet that expectation from a creative standpoint. And when you've got artwork like mine, for example, that's cultural, it's racial, it talks about colonization and the inequities that brown people have in a white world well these predominantly white galleries they aren't too thrilled about having that on the wall so that's where it leaves me uh, very very limited to show my work you know it doesn't give me much opportunity in Spokane but my work isn't the only type of, of creative expression like that in this area. There are others. Not necessarily the same as myself. Not to say, you know, there aren't other Chicano artists. There are, but but there are black artists. There are Asian Pacific Islander artists and LGBTQ artists, indigenous artists that want to show and share their their take, their view on the world. And it can be very powerful. And the majority of galleries are not of that same mindset. Therefore, they really don't support that, that type of expression very much. But La Resistance did. That's right. They supported it. Because she felt that 
people have to have the opportunity to express and people deserve to have this creative voice put out into the community. You know, and it's it's not a matter of, well, we'll show these pieces because these pieces are gonna bring people in. No, we're gonna show these pieces because these have to be shown. People need to see this. People need to hear this. People need to experience and understand this. And if the show, you know, had 10 people, guests come in, or if it had 40, 50, 100 guests came in, it was seen as just as as much of uh, a triumph as the other. Because you put up your, your expression, you voiced your opinion, put your, your work on the wall, people acknowledged, and people understood it, they listened to you, they talked, you're creating that open-minded culture, that's what La Resistance was all about, and now, due to, you know, this pandemic of, of not being able to, to, to go out and public and, and do all these, these wonderful events that we're so used to having, well, unfortunately, La Resistance has suffered, like many other spaces, suffered to the point to where they just, she has to close the doors, she can't afford to, to continue to pay rent, not knowing when she can open up the doors again and have a show to put up to, you know, pull from that commission to continue to pay rent. It's it's just, it's not the, the same. Just can't do it anymore. And that's a shame. That's a real shame. There are some other places I've seen, like El Comalito Collective, Don't you know? 
that's another episode altogether. <laughs> we'll get into that another time. But people call this a quarantine. They're all, well, I can't go anywhere. You know, and I see this and I think, well, now's actually a very good time for a gallery to rebuild, to realign, to make decisions on what they want to do, reinvent themselves. You know, I, I've already started looking for a physical space for LTNX Artes, if that's the name I choose to, to continue with, or maybe create something altogether new for this multicultural community that we have here. I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. And I, you know, I, I look around and I think, well, there is a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of potential. And I look at the city in general and think, wow, there's so much that can be done here. There's so much that, that needs to be done here. But I can't do it by myself. I can't. I can't do it alone. And I see the people in Spokane, and they're just stuck spinning their wheels in the mud, in the mud of quarantine. And they're just sitting there. Ah, I can't open doors. I can't go anywhere. I have to wear a mask. They're just complaining. They're spending more energy and time complaining than, you know, wiping the lagaña off their eyes and saying, wow, there's actually potential here. If I can't go to the right, I'm going to go to the left. If the front door is closed, we'll knock on the back door because there's more than one door inside. There's more than one path. There's more than just one way of getting from A to B, of going from concept to execution. There's more than one way. There are an infinite number of ways. And all you have to do, instead of focus on what you can't do, focus on what you could do. I have a feeling that if more people did this in Spokane, yep, you'd have more progression in the arts, in anything, in any community. I see what my, my creative friends are doing in San Antonio, and it's like quarantine never happened with them. Not because they're keeping doors open, not because they're demanding to, to have the, the old world <laughs> as we know it. No, what they're doing is they're finding other ways. They're utilizing social media in the most aggressive way possible by creating events. Not just Facebook events. No, actual live streaming events with their phone and with posting pictures and creating a thread that becomes an art show. For example, Comalito Collective, they use Instagram Live to have painted home talks and workshops. And they put little painting kits together that you can order from them so that you can paint along 
classes, regardless of where you live. If you can't get the, the, the materials at a local art shop because it's closed, well, you can order it from them. And they'll sell it to you at a very affordable price. I mean, there people are finding a way. And that's one thing that makes me kind of proud about the heritage that I come from, is that we find a way to thrive and survive. Yeah. We're a people that have been colonized twice. By the Spanish, and by the white Americans that came here claiming land. And after being colonized twice, and being told not to speak Spanish, it's wrong, it's bad, being told that we can't pray to our gods, but that we have to pray only to one God, and having that mentality beaten into us, we have found a way to evolve and find solutions throughout the many challenges that have come through our lineage, you know, and it's, I'm very proud of that, I'm very proud of our adaptability, and one thing I, I hope to do is share that adaptability with other people. I came into a space, into a city that wouldn't show my work because it doesn't understand it. So I built a gallery for myself and to share with others through LTNX Artes. And, you know, it, it did. It started with, with me only. That's exactly where it started. And then as I met other people, along that journey, they were like, wow, well, I can't show because, you know, my work is, people aren't going to see it either because I talk a lot about, you know, feminine, femininity, feminine issues. And, you know, I, I do a lot of, you know, queer art that people, they don't want to see it. There, they can't accept it in this conservative side of Washington. So, yeah, I mean, so yeah, you know, it just, it's, it's learning that LTNX Artists has a bigger mission and has a bigger, a bigger place in this community. And in, in learning this, I've decided that, yeah, it's, it's good that we have an online space, but damn, if we had a physical space, imagine the work we could really do together. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, I mean, yes, we are under quarantine. Yeah, we cannot meet in more than a group of whatever, whatever. But you know, there's nothing saying that we can't look towards the future. There's nothing saying that we can't start building now for what we want to have then. Because everything we do isn't for the today. It's not for the right now. No, no, it's for tomorrow. Everything we say, everything we do, it's to build a better tomorrow. For you, for me, for anybody. Everybody. It's to lay the foundation for artists that our children right now, they're going to grow up in a few years.
years, and they're going to need to have a space to express their black, their brown. Yeah, it's for them. As I've said in other episodes before, it's a matter of what type of ancestor will I be known for? How will people remember me? What am I going to do right now for future brown and black Spokane? Imagine if there were somebody in the 1960s or 1970s that pushed like this. Imagine where we'd be today. You know, it's 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 something that really motivates me to want to keep on this podcast, that want to keep on this journey with LTNX Artes, to keep on this journey to create a multicultural space and to continue to encourage the brown and black community that you're worth it. You have a voice. Your voice doesn't have to be in white English. Your voice can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. You don't have to change the art that you make fit into the art scene here to be considered local? No. No. Create art from the heart, fool. Make your own thing. Express it. Say it. Do it. There's nothing stopping you but you. Do it. That's what I'm doing. And you know what? My work sells my work continues to support the website. Is it being sold here in Spokane? No. That's okay. I don't need it to be. I don't need it to be sold here. I mean, that'd be nice, but no, not when you have a venue with doors that open to anybody in the world. My artwork is selling in Canada now, and selling, of course, still in Texas, California, all along the East Coast, everywhere but Washington, everywhere but Spokane, and if that doesn't tell you something right there about inclusion, then, yeah, yeah, there's something going on there. That's where I see the, the black and brown community. And I continue to say, hey, we've got a voice. It needs to be heard. It will be supported. It's not going to be supported here. But it needs to be supported. It will be. It does. It is. And not until you get out of this bubble that we're in in, in Spokane, you will not be able to experience that bigger picture, that, that bigger, greater that aha moment of evil. It's a big world out there. And damn it, there's a lot of black people in it. There's a lot of successful black people. There's a lot of black people in need. Same thing for the brown. A lot of brown people that are successful. And a lot that are in need. Yeah. So that's where 
it's artists. That's where this, this physical, cultural space, that's where it's coming to shape now. That's where it's, it's going to have to, to, to bed its roots here, and anchor itself right here, and be able to tell the world that yes, Eastern Washington has people of color, and we're doing amazing things. Eastern Washington doesn't need to accept us. We, we're not here for them. No, we're here for our own community. We're here for our own people, our own gente. And our gente has been scattered across the country. All of our people are across the country. In order to unite, we've got to connect. Social media can do that easily. LTNX out of this. Or a space like that do that with ease, but you gotta, you gotta get up and get it, yep, you gotta get up and do it, so, the La Resistance, you know, I say with great respect, thank you, even though, you know, the doors had to be closed, because of situation completely out of your control, I thank you for opening your doors in the first place. I thank you for bringing people together. I thank you for being the venue to give the voice of so many people that are in, that deserve it. Thank you for being the first to really, really hone in on what Spokane art community needs. And I know that, that La Resistance, it's it's not the, the end. <laughs> you know, there's going to be more to come in the future. Oh, I know it. I believe it. Because you're not the type of person to just leave let alone. <laughs> and that's all right. That's what we need. If it's not La Resistance, who's to say that it won't come back? And who's to say that it, there won't be something else bigger and better for our community. I mean, there is so much that can be done that, uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot. And Spokane, they don't even know it, but, uh, they need it and they need more spaces like you. So again, to La Resistance, I say thank you. We appreciate you. We're going to miss you. And we look forward to seeing come back in some other way we we know we haven't seen the last (laughs) bueno